the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Bless your holy name. Amen. Getting ready for another Bible. I had to turn off these notifications. Amen, amen, amen. Coming at you with another Bible study. I pray that everybody had a great day. Amen. Hallelujah. God, going to give everybody a minute to get online. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How are you, Sister Patterson? Amen. Mighty woman of God, thank you for tuning in. Amen. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Pray that you had a great day today or a good day. Amen. I know I've been all out in that hot sun. Amen. And a little tired and worn out because the sun will beat you down when you got to work out there in it. I've been working out there in it for 20 some years. Just a few more years, and hopefully I'll be done with all of that. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, God. Praying, waiting for some others to get get on. <clears throat> Amen. We should have a good Bible study this evening. Hallelujah, God. Something I've talked about before, familiar subject. I've even preached on it a few times. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Just trying to go a little bit more in depth with it. Amen. Amen. I think it's just about that time. It's about six o'clock. I'm going to go ahead and go into a word of prayer and then we'll go ahead and start our Bible study. Amen. You know, I like to start on time if I can. Amen. So let us go into a word of prayer. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your loving kindness, God. We thank you, Lord, for this Bible study on tonight, Lord. Have your way and your will be done. In Jesus' holy name, God, use me, Heavenly Father, Lord. Order my steps in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that I will decrease and you will increase in Jesus' name, Lord. And as always, God, I pray that the people of God that are tuning in, Heavenly Father, will just not hear me and see me, but they will hear you and see you in me, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Because it is not about me, it's about you, Lord. Bless those that are tuning in on tonight. Bless those that tune in whenever they get a chance to watch this, be it later on this evening, tomorrow, or this weekend, or what have you, Heavenly Father. But I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that everybody is greatly impacted from this Bible study on tonight. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Hallelujah, God. I want to talk to you tonight about What's on your mind? Hallelujah, God. What's on your mind in the mighty name of Jesus? Hallelujah, God. The mind, we always know there was a slogan way back in the 80s, amen. Well, we used to say it all the time, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the um, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said something about a mind is what a terrible thing, a terrible thing to waste. They used to 
do um, commercials about the uh, United Negro College Fund. And that used to be one of the slogans back in the day. But a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Amen. Hallelujah. So we'll be talking about that a little bit tonight. I am Elder Dakota Radden. Amen. I am Elder Dakota Radden Sr. By the way, I got to get used to saying senior. I'll be telling my son he got to say junior when he be filling out stuff. So we won't be getting each other's mail. Amen. I am Dakota Radden Sr. Elder the assistant pastor of Restoration Community Outreach Ministries under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, amen, and our and our big bad bishop, Triple B, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr., our overseer, amen, hallelujah, God, and we still fall under the leadership of the umbrella of Calvary's Rock with Bishop Andre Sexton, Evangelist Andre Sexton, way out there on the left coast out there in Sierra Vista, California, California, Sierra Vista, Arizona. Amen. Bless your holy name. Brother Williams, God bless you, mighty man of God. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Good man of God there. Brother Jonathan Williams. Amen. Hallelujah, God. We're going to be talking about once say our mind on tonight. And we're just going to go ahead and, as we say, jump right in with both feet. Amen. I believe we all should get something out of it on tonight. Amen. Starting with the, well, we'll start off in the book of Romans. But one thing about getting your mind made up. You know you got to have your mind made up. If you want to do something uh, great for God, if you want to do something when it deal with marriage and relationship, you got to have your mind right. Hallelujah, God. Um, you know you got to have your mind right if you want to get married because marriage is something for the long haul. You have to have your mind right to know that this is something that you want to do. It is nothing to be playing around with. As we say, it's not for the faint of heart. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Marriage is work and you got to have a mind for it, but it's not like hard work where it's, where it's a grind or whatnot like that because when everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, it flourishes. Amen. Yes, there's going to be ups and downs just like anything with life. Amen. But a marriage, amen. Me and my wife have been married for 23 years. You got to have the mind for it. Amen. August the 21st, 1999, and we've been together ever since. Uh, we met in 1998. You got to have a mind for the long haul. If you're going to serve Christ, you got to have a mind for it. Amen. You got because you got to make up in your mind that you are done with all of that foolishness that God has delivered you from. You got to have a mindset because the enemy is going to be throwing all kind of distractions. You got to have your mind right and starting off right with uh brother Williams. What's going on, man? Classmate. Like I said, his only fault is he a Steeler fan, but other than that, he a good dude. Hey, Sister Myers, how are you? Coming in from Newberry. God bless you, mighty woman of God. Hey, man, starting from the book of Romans in the 12th chapter. In the second verse, it says, and be not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, that is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You got to have a mindset if you're going to serve Christ. That's why it says the renewing of your mind. When you repent, that's a change of heart. It's a change of mindset. You have to do that. Amen. If you go serve God, how you go serve God with the same mindset that he just delivered you from, but you ain't quite left all that stuff alone. You know, they say if somebody want to quit smoking, they say it's all up here in the mind. Um, there was a, I think there was a man one time, there was, you know, the cigarette company that been sued for millions and millions of dollars. You know, he said, I didn't kick the habit of cocaine. I didn't stop marijuana, but I can't stop these cigarettes because they say it's the stuff that they put in there, all the chemicals, the nicotine and all the other stuff. A lot of people say they quit smoking every day. You got to have a mind to do that. 
Yeah, if you don't stop cocaine and all, you can stop cigarettes too. Amen. But there's nothing more than asking God to help you with your vices or your shortcomings. And you got to have the mind to do it. Amen. Whatever it is, you got to have a mind. Foul language. If you want to stop all that cussing and stuff, you got to get your mind right. You got to ask God to help you with that. Whatever that vice is, whatever it is, anger, you got to have your mind made up. You heard it like the word just said, a renewing of the mind. If you're going to serve Christ, if you look in your Depending on what type of Bible you have, and you go in the alphabetical order in the um, in the glossary back there, and you look up mind, when you get to the M's, there's a whole lot of scriptures on mind, and, and that's not by accident. That's not by accident. I'm trying to tell you that there's a, there's a reason for that. It's a command way back in the Old Testament, it talks about that, about loving God, and we're about to talk about that, about putting God first, amen, putting God first, um, <clears throat> the commandments. The disciples in the book of Mark, uh, Mark, Mark 12, asked Jesus, what are the greatest commandments? And Jesus said that there are two. If we go to Mark 12, I've got a mark somewhere in here. Mark 12, I thought I had it. The 12th chapter of Mark, I do, starting at the 30th verse. And Jesus answered, the first of all the commandments, hear, O Israel, that the Lord your God is one. In verse 30, it says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. When I'm talking about love, I still use this scripture here talking about love. But he said the first commandment, as always, you got to put God first before anything. But it said they didn't just, and it, it could have stopped that love God with all your heart and soul. It could have stopped right there. Because how many times we tell people we love somebody with all our heart and soul and all of that. But it says that love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. That means you got to love God with everything you got. That's why I'm saying if you give your life to Christ, you got to get your mind right that you're going to serve him. Hallelujah, God. When you get married to your spouse, husband or wife, your mind has to be made up that that's your one and only. Period. You done with all other foolishness, no matter how promiscuous you may were before you got married and all that, before you met your significant other and all of that type of stuff. Your future husband or future wife, you got to make up in your mind right then and there. This is the one that I want to be with. After you get to know him and the communication and the love sets in, you lie, I love you, I love you too, and all that. You got to have your mind made up that this is the one that I'm going to be with the rest of my life. All the outsiders, all of that noise, no. You got to have the mindset because there's going to be things coming against you. Ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, whatever. Friends all in your ear. Family all in your ear. Your mind has to be made up. Hallelujah. You go serve God, that devil is going to come with everything that he can to pull you back out from where God delivered you from. Whatever that is that you was real good at in the street, that was a disconnect from you and God, the enemy throws that back in your face. He does that. And you got to have the mind to say, no, I ain't going with that. I'm not drinking no more. I'm not clubbing no more. I'm not going here, there, or this place. I'm not doing this. I'm not knocking people out no more. I'm letting God fight my battles. You make me mad. I'm not throwing up my middle finger at you. Hallelujah, God. You you make me mad. I'm not going to curse you out. Hallelujah, God. I'm not going to take things that don't belong to me with sticky fingers. Whatever it is, your mind has to be made up. Hallelujah, God, to read your word daily or as much as possible. You got to have a mindset to do that because the enemy is going to throw all kinds of distractions at you, all kinds of distractions at you. Your mind must be made up. Hallelujah. That's what I say. What's on your mind? And one thing's for sure. 
God knows everything what goes on in here. Your whole head and mind, your whole head all up in here is like an open book and, and God is reading it. Everything. And the word says so. I believe, uh, what's that? Psalms 39, 139 and 2. I mean, I have it right here. Psalms 139 and 2. Amen. And the word will tell you that how he knows you're sitting down, you're uprising. He knows your thoughts are far off before I even get to it. That's what it says in here. Uh, 139 and 2. <clears throat> Am I reading the right thing? Yeah, that is you comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Hallelujah. He said you're acquainted in verse two. I was reading verse three. In verse two, it says, you know, my sitting down, my rising up. You understand my thoughts are far off. It said because he knows your thoughts before you even think them. So he knows everything about you. He knows that you can fool me and everybody else. But how many times have I to say I said it once? I said a hundred times. You can fool a lot of people. You can fool almost everybody, but you cannot fool God. He knows exactly what you think. And, you know, we didn't already. We, we always say that. I know what you're thinking or whatnot. Imagine I was looking at um, I watch Flash and whatnot. And one of the uh, uh, one of the powers that one of the uh, people have on there and that they know what you're thinking. They can, she can read your mind and whatnot. Imagine, I believe, I, I believe a lot of people be disappointed if you can read minds. It's a good thing that you can't read minds. So imagine what God is going through when he sees all the stuff that's going on in your head, all the stuff that you're thinking about doing, even when you're thinking about harming others, when you're thinking about harming yourself, when you think about doing something that you don't have no business doing, he sees all of that and he knows that. Hallelujah, God. He knows your mind. He knows what you're thinking before you even think it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's why we got to have good thoughts in here. That's why the word of God tells us to think on these things, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are graceful. It says think on these things. You got to have positive things to think about. God knows your heart. Yes, he does. But he knows your mind. Everything. You got to have a renewing of your mind. I just told you he knows it from afar off. And the word says you got to love the Lord with all your heart, soul and mind. Hallelujah, God. What is your mind? What's on your mind today? Hallelujah, God. Do you have the mind of Christ? The word of God says, for we have the mind of Christ. I believe that's 1 Corinthians 2 and 16. Amen. We as Christians, we got to have a mind. We got to do better thinking the things that we do. You can't let the enemy get up here. All he's trying to do is to get up here in, in your head. And if the enemy gets up here, what is, what is that old saying? It's not biblical. Remember the old saying about an idle mind? Is what that means. Obviously, if your mind is not moving, if it's just sitting there, if you ain't thinking on nothing positive, they say it's what the devil's workshop. You ever heard that saying? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. A workshop is a place where you go work at. You can't let the enemy get in here because the enemy gets in here. He's going to have you sinning. He's going to have you thinking evil thoughts. He's going to have you doing things that you've been delivered from. And you don't want to go back to that mess. That's why there's a word called backslide. You backslide because now you're going back into that old way of doing things that was not godly like that was not Christ like it was no way Christian. Amen. And sadly, we have backsliders out there. But God says he's married to the backslider. He loves the backslider. I've said it before. Please come back, repent and come back to your first love. Like the song says, take me back. Hallelujah. God, take me back. My God, y'all know that song. Hallelujah. Well, the, well, the old schoolers, they, they know the song about take me back about my first love. Amen. Hallelujah. God, you got to have your mind right. If you're going to serve God, you got to have it right because the enemy is doing all that he can. Like I said, this is an open book, an open book. 
he will put things and whisper things in your ear and whatnot. If you act on them, then yes, that you you sin it because the devil ain't gonna tell you to tell you to do nothing. That's Christ like. He's not gonna tell you to do nothing godly. Hallelujah, God. You got to have your mind made up to serve God to the fullest because it's distractions all day, every day. He'll even send stuff to you when you're sleeping. Hallelujah, God. You mess around and be dreaming about something you ain't got no business dreaming about. All right. Now, hallelujah, God. Some people say that's because of what's been going on during the day. And then when you go to bed, that stuff comes back up. Well, that's why you got to think peaceful thoughts. You got to do things. I know we get mad and upset, but this mind, you got to guard this up here. You got to guard this mindset up here. Hallelujah, God. See, we're going to we're going to continue. What does God say that we does not give us the spirit of what fear? Right. What's that in first Timothy or second Timothy? Uh, one and seven, that God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of what? Love, peace, and a sound mind. Hallelujah, God. You got to have that mindset right. God gives you a sound mind. If anything, he doesn't give, like I said, no spirit of fear, but he does give you the spirit to have a sound mind. Hallelujah, God. You got to make it up in your heart and mind that you go serve God and you go serve him to the fullest. Hallelujah, God. Quit being distracted. This is not the time in this day and age to be distracted. We can't be distracted. We got to put one foot in front of the other and keep marching, keep moving forward. No matter what, the enemy is throwing stuff all at you. You got to block it out. That's why the word of God tells us about the helmet of salvation. Amen. There's one of my supervisors at my job, Trevor Rugg, and my cousin from D.C. and the mighty woman of God, Bishop Kills. God bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. The helmet of salvation. And that's what it's saying, the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah, God. Your shoes are shod with peace, the belt of truth, the word of God, which is the sword, your faith, which is the shield. Hallelujah, God. But your mind got to be for that helmet. I was in the army for seven years and you got to have that helmet on. If you're going into battle war, you got to have that helmet, that Kevlar, so we can stop bullets or anything else that's going to hit you. Hey, baby. Amen. My beautiful brown queen has come in the door. Amen. From work. Amen. All is good now because the queen of the house is home. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your name. I love my wife. I told you you've been together for 23 years. I tell you, it takes a mind, it takes a mind to go through all of that. Hallelujah. God, because you're going to have some challenges when you say I do. Amen. You got to be committed. When you give your life to Christ, there are going to be some challenges. Hallelujah, God, because the enemy is throwing all kinds. And it look like the higher you move up from being just a, a layman, that's not a leader to a trustee, to a deacon, to a minister, pastors and bishops and apostles and prophets and deaconess and prophetess and whatever title you may have in the gospel evangelist. The enemy is throwing stuff at you. What can you do? Oh, yeah, you moving up now? Well, I'm coming at you even harder. And he throwing stuff to discourage you, to make you think that you less than, to make you think that God is not answering your prayers, to make you think that you're not worthy. If he gets in your head, then you'll start falling back. That's where them backsliders come in at. That's why you got to block that. You just got to take the challenges, the problems as they come. I got challenges. I got problems that I'm dealing with. Hallelujah. But I'm not falling back. The devil, he got to come harder than that. He got to throw a harder pitch than that because I ain't going to strike out because I got God on my side. I'm going to knock it out the park and hit a home run every time. Hallelujah, God. Yes, there's challenges. Yes, there's going to be obstacles. That's why they call it an obstacle course. You got the things you got to jump over. You got things you got to, to climb. You got mud. You got water. You got all kind of things to slow you down in an obstacle course, but you got to keep moving forward. 
The enemy is going to throw all kind of roadblocks in there. But if your mind is not right, you will fail every time. Hallelujah, God. You know, to take a test, you got to study. You got to have your mind right. You got to concentrate. If you got all kinds of things on your mind, how you go pass a test? We didn't all been in school, all us grown ups on this line in here. We didn't all been in school before everybody that's on here have graduated. Amen. And we all know what it's like to take tests. And you cannot take a test if you pass it successfully with a bunch of stuff on your mind. How you going to make a 90 some or 100 and you thinking about everything else except what you supposed to been studying for or what you studied for? You can't do it. You've been distracted. Hallelujah. God bless your name. Concentrate. Focus. We got to focus and let the devil know he is a liar and you go keep moving forward. Amen. Amen. Sister Goodman. Amen. God bless the mighty woman of God. Got a house with a big old yard. I know praising God. God is good. So you got to have a mindset to serve God and God will bless you with things like that. When you serve God to the fullest, you can get the things that you ask God for. This mighty woman of God asked God for a house and that's exactly what she got. Hunter hubby, Hunter hubby and Ike, they got a man. Nice. I'm trying to tell you. Get your mind right and you can ask those things of God and God will bless you. Amen. Big smooch. What's going on, boy? Thank you for tuning in. God bless the Tillman family. Amen. Hallelujah. Get your mind right. Amen. Uh-oh. Here comes something right now. Here come my little grandbaby. Now, this ain't never happened to me before and whatnot. Come on. Amen. Amen. Have your mind right. Amen. This is not a distraction. Amen. Even my grandson is here because he's two years old and he don't know no better. Amen. And now my son is getting him right now. But amen. Hallelujah. God. Don't let the enemy get up here. Do all that you can to block that out. All that you can to block that out. This is so serious. Amen. This is so serious. I want to talk about let's go to. Um, what are my scriptures? Uh, and another thing about serving God, about your mind, Romans 8 and 6. Amen. Y'all probably hear some crying in the background. Because he was calling, he wanted to come with Papa, but Papa doing Bible study right now. Amen. Romans 8 and 6 about being carnally minded. Cardinal, C-A-R-N-A-L. C-A-R-N-A-L. Cardinal, carnally minded. That's like fleshy. Amen. It's not, it's not, it's just, we're doing things that you're not supposed to do. Amen. You're in your flesh. Amen. Uh, Romans 8 and 6 about to be spiritually minded. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritual minded is life and peace. Amen. I'm trying to get to it. Amen. That's Romans 8 and 6. Spiritually minded. That's life and peace. See, the word tells you about all of that type of stuff. Amen. Hallelujah, God. The word tells you that. Let's read it what it says in the word. For to be carnally minded is to be is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You got a fleshy mindset, you're not concentrating, you're not doing the things of God. And if you die in that state, then yes, that's death. Hallelujah. If you doing if you sinning no, see, if you if you sinning or in a sinful state when you close your eyes for the final time, that's why it says to be carnally minded is death. That's why we got to have our mind on the right things, no matter distractions, what the enemy is trying to throw at us. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Not just life, but life and peace. Hallelujah, God. Romans 8 and 6. Spiritually minded. We as mighty men and women of God have to be spiritually minded. Yes, we are human. Yes, we go get upset. Yes, we go get mad from time to time because we are human. And like I said before, a hundred times, a thousand times what it says in the word, we can be angry. But what? Sin not. Hallelujah. You go be angry. Somebody going to make you mad. You know, I like to say, like, slap the fire out of somebody. You just want to slap them. You got to be spiritually minded. 
Hallelujah, God. Don't let them distractions get you. Like I said, I've, I've talked sometimes. I say these things from time to time, every other week and whatnot, because I'm trying to get it in your head. I'm trying to get it in there so we can just stick in your head. That's how, like I said, that's how you learn things by saying things over and over. I say doing things repetitively and whatnot. Scriptures. You got to get certain scriptures in your head all the time because when you ain't got that word in you, you got when you got that Bible in you, you got to have that scripture in your head. You're not gonna always have your Bible. That's why you got to read it so them scriptures can be there when you're facing a challenge. Amen. They got to be there and to be spiritually minded is death. Assuming spiritually minded is life and peace. <clears throat> Carnally minded is death. But see, we got to focus on the word of God because that's what's going to keep you and sustain you getting that word in you. Hallelujah, God. Getting that word in you. Yes, that's right, uh, Sister Low Leader. That's right, because flesh will try you. Carnal flesh, it gets you out of the will of God. You got to repent. Don't stay there. You got to repent and get out of that thing and keep moving forward. See, that's one of them obstacles. One of them things that to slow you down. Amen. We run in this race for Christ. We running, we running, but the enemy got little potholes here and there. You just can't run a straight line. You got to zigzag a little bit, but you don't want to zig too far and you don't want to zag too far either way and when that you got to get back on track you got to stay focused let's say this is not the time to be going back and all of this stuff that's going on now in this world today we see the news every day all the killing all the injustice all the prejudice all the hate all of that type of stuff the word of god is fulfilling itself about being in the last days children are being disrespectful to parents homosexual is running rapid homosexual has been around for thousands of years we already know that but now they got their rights and they pushing it all on you they doing things on television they getting married ain't nothing holy about it that's not holy matrimony but they're getting married they're doing all of these things and whatnot i don't care how much money anybody offers me i can't bring the same sex together I cannot and will not. I don't care how many bills are to take care of. You know, I'm not selling out for money because the word of God says what the love of money is what. You know what it is. The OJs had the song back in the day. You know what they said. For the love of money. Hallelujah, God. The root of all evil. Not money, but the love of it. Hallelujah, God. And some things it's just not worth selling yourself out for. You got to have your mind made up that you're not going to sell out just to get some money. Amen. I don't care what it is. If you're a gospel singer, then stick to gospel. Then keep glorifying God. Well, secular music pay way more money. Now, what are we going to do? Are you singing for God or are you singing for the world? I know what you're going to do, but see, you got to have your mind right. Are you going to serve him to the fullest? Carnally minded is death. Spiritually minded is life and peace. And that's what we got to have. Hallelujah. You know, when you talk to somebody, somebody say, I want to talk to you. You say, yeah, well, go ahead. What's on your mind? You know, you tell them, tell them what they've been thinking about, you know, hallelujah, God, what, like what's in your mind, it, the things that's because before you say something, you say you say things without thinking. That's why they say think before you open up your mouth. Think before you put something on social media that you might regret. Things that you can put on social media can get you fired from your job, possibly even go to jail, depending on what it is. Amen. You got to think before you say you got to think before you put a text out there. You got to think before you send a tweet out there. You got to think. Hallelujah. God, think as my bishop be saying something. Think he'll say that you got to think. Hallelujah. God, as I say, think on the goodness of Jesus. What the word the song say when I think of the goodness of Jesus, my God, hallelujah. And all that he's done for me when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cried out. 
Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Well, y'all old schools, y'all, y'all know, y'all know that song. Some of y'all probably don't know it though. Amen. Hallelujah, God. But that's an old school there. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, amen. That's thinking on them good things like the words say. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. It says, you know, about the renewing of your mind and all things become new because that's your mind right there in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Amen. Old things are passed away. You got to get an old set of way of thinking. You got to think about that. That old stuff, it got to be passed away. This is new things. Now you are a new creature in Christ. You are a new creation. Amen. That comes with a new mindset. You got to think of things differently. Now I can't read the books that I used to read. I can't go to places that I used to go. I can't do the things that I used to do. And that's another reason why some people are like they scared to come to Christ because all of the, the don'ts and the can'ts and whatnot, you ain't missing nothing. I ain't been to a club since what, 2003. I ain't missing nothing. I done been there thousands of times, what seems like, amen, because that was my thing, amen, on the weekends, amen, or sometime during the week, depending on what day it was, clubbing, clubbing, clubbing. If there was women there, I was there. My mother asked me that one time back in the 90s. I ain't told too many people this, but my mother asked me, she said, well, why you always got to go out to some club? Man, my mother was a pastor, mighty woman of God, apostolic. That was her boy. Why you always got to go out somewhere? You know what I told her? My response? I said, mama, if the club was full of men, I wouldn't be going. <laughs> that was my answer. That was my answer. So, I mean, you know, no, I'm not God's gift to women, but the point is, that's, and I just told the truth. If the club, <laughs> man, if the club was full of men, I wouldn't be going. And I was probably in my mid-20s when I told her that, early 20s when I told her that. She asked, and that's what I told her and whatnot. So that explains it because <laughs> where the ladies was at, I had to be there too and whatnot. And that was my thing every week. People getting shot, people getting killed at clubs and all of that type of stuff. I wouldn't recommend that mess to nobody, man. And I did it. It was by the grace of God that I'm still here. And I give God the glory for that because I know all about that. That's where my mindset, that was my thinking. That was where my head was at. To go to that place, to do all I got to do to get there, to have just enough money to make sure I can get in there and whatnot and all of that type of stuff. That was my mindset. Hallelujah, God. I'm so glad that God saved me. That's why I say when I think of the goodness of Jesus, that's why I'm so glad that he saved me. I thank God for saving me. My gosh. Like the word says, I didn't choose him. Hallelujah, God. He chose me. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm glad because remember, he said you didn't choose. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. So, amen. I thank God for that. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Being a parent, you got to have your mind right to raise children. That's that. Once again, that's not for the faint of heart. That's not easy to do, especially babies. You got you got to stay on your toes with them. Uh, marriage, um, trying to stay on a job with longevity, whatever it is you have to do. Amen. To be a man of God or a woman of God, your mindset has to be right in order to do that. Amen. 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 That's why I think I, I taught on this some years ago on a watch night service. And I said to have a different mindset. Amen. I was, I even got the date. Yep. Uh, December 31st, 2019. Amen. That's where I came from that night, a different mindset. And that's what you got to have in Christ. Amen. Hey, baby. How are you? Amen. 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 My beautiful black queen is standing here watching me. Amen. While I'm doing Bible study. Amen. <clears throat> yes. Amen. You got to wear many hats as parents. You're right, uh, Marion. That's right. I mean, you got to because parenting, sadly, everybody's not meant to be a parent. And I'd say like meant some people have children, but they don't do the right thing with them. And, and sometimes, sadly, 
things happen between parents and children, unfortunately. And what that, that's why I say you got to be in this thing for the long haul. You know, things happen where sadly kids are left in cars and all of that. When you, you're going to work in hot cars and all of that, that you got to have your mind right. Like some people say, there's just no way. You know what I mean? I done took my children to daycare in different places hundreds of times and never left them in a car. But now they're giving you up, leave a shoe in the back, leave your wallet, leave your purse back there. So you got to go back there. They tell you all kind of things. But look, it does as a parenting. It takes a mind, a mindset to be a parent when it comes to things like that. Just a mindset, period. But to serve Christ, as I get ready to close, you got to have a mindset to serve God with your whole heart and all your mind. Amen. Because you are going to be distracted. Always remember, the devil is going to be mad when you give your life to Christ. He mad. And for like I said before, let him stay mad. You think like I always joke all the time that the whoever, what demon was supposed to keep me away from the church? I say he got fired and probably got dealt with by the devil because he had a hold on me for many, many years. Amen. He had a hold on me for many, many years till I finally, finally, with the help of God, I broke those chains from the enemy and started serving and running God. And I haven't looked back since some 2003 when I gave my life to Christ. Amen. They've been running every since for God. And that's why I plan to keep on running. What does what the old Georgia Mass Choir? I'm not tired yet. Come a long way and I'm not tired yet. Hallelujah, God. And that we can't be tired. You got to have a mind to serve God every day on vacation. Just because you're on vacation and away from your home, away from your job. That don't mean you get to act a fool. Amen. You still are a man or woman of God and you still got to act a court. Yes, you can have fun. I just say don't act a fool and whatnot and sinful. Remember, you still are a Christian no matter where you go, 24 hours a day, even when you sleep and you are a child of the most high God. For those of us that gave our life to Christ, hallelujah, God. And we got to act as such and our mind has to be right no matter what, hallelujah. Temptation is out there. Temptation is out there to pull you back from what that God has delivered you from. The enemy don't care. If he tempted Jesus in the wilderness, who are you and I? If he had the nerve to tempt Jesus, who, who are you and I? You know he don't care about you and I. My God. That's what I'm saying. You got to stay ready. As like I say, stay ready that you don't have to get ready. So stay ready because the challenges are coming. They're coming daily. They might even come when you get off, this, off, off of watching this. Something might come up, some type of distraction. And I pray that you're watching this and maybe you're getting rid of some distraction right now by saying, you know what? I'm going to tune in to Bible study and I'll deal with that later. And God bless you for doing that. And I pray that this Bible study strengthen you on today to be spiritually minded, to renew your mind, to love God with all your heart, soul and mind, to put God first in everything. Not your wife, not your husband, not your child or your children. Not even your mother, your father, your grandparents, your brother or your sister. You don't put nothing in front of God. That's why it says love God with all your heart, mind and soul. My God, you got to put God first in everything. And you watch how everything falls into place. Amen. Like the woman of God that I was just telling about, uh, Sister Lolita Goodman, our, our songbird in a church. That woman knows she can sing a house down. You hear me? Hallelujah, God. Gifted vocal cords. Sister Lolita Goodman. See, I'm giving you your props, Sister Goodman. Amen. 
Amen. But see, she asked for something because she served God with her whole heart. She got a big, beautiful house. Amen. It's a beautiful. I'm waiting for her to throw the party, the housewoman party, so we can come up there and tear it up. Amen. Hallelujah, God. But I'm still waiting on that. Amen. But I'll let them get all this stuff moved in and get settled when the dust settles. Then they'll go ahead and throw a party and we'll be up there uh, breaking into how to put some anointing oil on that bad boy if it ain't been done already and anoint the house. See, that's what I'm saying. You got to get your mind right. You get a house and even in your own house right now, I don't care how long you've been living there, get some anointing anointing oil. Pray over it. Get your pastor to pray over it and anoint the doorpost. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Say the blood of Jesus. Bless your name. People have had me to come to their house to anoint their house. I've done that. Amen. You can get your pastor to bless the oil. I get somebody who, if you are a man or woman of God, if you're, you can bless your own oil if you want to. Amen. What not? And bless that oil. Get that olive oil and anoint the house. Anoint the doors. Anoint the rooms. Amen. Hallelujah. Put the put it put it on the children's forehead. Bless your holy name, God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Thank each and every last one of you for coming. I believe I covered everything that I wanted to cover today about having a right mindset. Hallelujah, God. I can't stress it enough. We got to have it. My God, I pray that I got the point across, amen, about having a positive mindset. Serve God with your full heart with everything that you have. Be obedient to your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Hallelujah, God. Listen to your pastor. Your pastor will tell you nothing wrong. Listen to your pastor and be obedient and help them out. They got enough stuff on their mind. You do not need to be one of the problems that they worried about. And I'm talking about a headache. I ain't talking about something personal. Yeah, you get with your pastor on that, but don't be the headache of the pastor. Please don't. They got enough stuff they got to worry about. Help your pastor out. Volunteer. Do some things. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. You need some work to do in the church, they'll find something for you. Ain't too many pastors. No, we ain't got nothing to do. We got everything, everything, everybody we need. That's very rare. It can happen, but for the most part, ask, how can I help? You know what this is like back in the 60s before I was born, uh, before we get ready to pray and sign off. But John F. Kennedy said, don't ask what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Ask your pastor, what can I do for this place, for the church? Amen. How, how can I help? How can I serve? Can I usher? Can I teach Sunday school if you are a teacher or whatever the case may be? It's always something to do. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless each and every last one of you for coming on. Amen. Thank you, uh, uh, Brother Williams, for the positive word, man. Thank you for that. Amen. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen. For tuning in. God bless the mighty woman of God, the bishop in D.C., uh, Bishop Kills. Amen. My cousin, Mother Chappelle. My cousin, my beautiful cousin up there in D.C., I got to get up there at some point to come up there, amen, and wear my cowboy gear up there and, and tick some people off, amen, but I got to realize where I'm at, I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, I don't know how fool they act up there, amen, hallelujah, guys, because some people hate us just that much, them boys, so I I got to be smart if I was to go in the D.C. area, amen, but God bless each and every last one of you, we're going to go ahead into a word of prayer, and then we'll go ahead and dismiss, and I can't, I can't, I always got to say, Eve always keep us in prayer. If you can't send a donation to our uh, to our uh, to our app at RCOM Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, RCOM 1999. Amen. Um, that is our cash app for our church. Amen. We're always trying to do something. We're always trying to build and we're trying to get some stuff ready for our building. And we just uh, we, we, we so close to getting it. Uh, brand new sanctuary and amen. Hallelujah, God. You know, the enemy, once again, he's always trying to do something, but we got to stay focused and keep moving forward. Amen. Hallelujah, God. God bless each and every last one of you. Thank you for tuning 
tuning in and may God continue to order your steps. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. We thank you for this Bible study on tonight. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word that you gave me, Heavenly Father, Lord. I pray that each and every one on here tonight, mind is renewed and refreshed and they're strong and they're ready. Hallelujah, God, to go out there and live holy in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Continue to strengthen them, God. I pray that they overcome every obstacle that they're faced with in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, strengthen each and everybody's mind that's under the sound of my voice right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God, to attack every problem head on, but to put you first in all things in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless every marriage on here. And if you're single, Father God, continue to order their steps and to use them and to block them, deliver them from temptation in the mighty name of Jesus. You have to deliver and marry people from temptation too, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. That's part of the Lord's prayer. Deliver us from temptation in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. We give you praise. We give your honor because you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. I love you, but God loves you more. If you need prayer, like I always say, come holler at me. Send me a message on Messenger on Facebook and we can tell God all about it. God bless you. And until the next time, I see you then. Love you.